Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. Larry and the Your Family Bank team seek to educate Americans just like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of economic news and financial information affecting your bottom line. Larry wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Larry McLean. All right. Good morning and good afternoon, everyone. Ever how you're watching the podcast today or listening to the podcast. Uh, Larry McLean, your family bank uh, show. Appreciate everybody being on. Thanks for liking us. Keep liking us. We love it when you do. We, you know, we move that thing up a little bit and get more views all the time. So we appreciate that. So I've got Matt in Atlanta. He's having a little problem with his voice today. He's got a little cold going on, messed up. I've, I've been on two webinars today myself. And so I'm, I told Matt a few minutes ago, I hope I make it through the end myself today. And he said, uh-oh, he got problems too. So but between both of us, we'll get through, won't we, Matt? Yeah, I think, you know, between the two of us, Larry, we'll have a, like one good voice between the two of us. So there you go. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll probably That's make right. it to the end. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate I, I, I appreciate everybody be, uh, listening to us. And and today we're talking about why you need a tactical approach to your retirement. Why you need a tactical approach to your retirement. You know, is your income plan accounting for Social Security sh shortfalls? And they may come. They may be cutbacks. Uh, there's a lot of different things that's happening uh, out there today and what's going on. And, of course, the fires and 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 Hawaii, that's unbelievable. What's going on over there, that's terrible. Uh, so prayers and thoughts go out to the people in in Hawaii, the people is having to jump in the ocean and things like that. Crazy what's happening over there. And um, no one plans for that, right? No one plans for that. And some of those, I mean, I don't know, Matt, if you've seen some of the pictures over there, but I mean, whole towns and houses and everything is just gone. It's just down to ash. Terrible what's going on. Over there. It, it really is. It's just like complete devastation in parts of uh, parts of Maui. And, and it's just such beautiful uh, Territory over there. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful. And of course, all the lives, the livelihoods lost. Um, just hopefully that, you know, those who survive and, and uh, haven't lo wow. lost everything are able to get back up and, and uh, get back on their feet and rebuild. So uh, I, I just, yeah, I mean, I mean, just, you know, the trees, the vegetation, the, how beautiful it is. I mean, I've been there and, and certainly in, and you see that in some of the places that's, that, that's burned, I've actually been. And, you know, like you said, the livelihoods and the small businesses are gone. And, you know, the other side of the fence is do they have insurance? And hopefully people did and all of that good stuff. But at the end of the day, they, they said it may be up to $7 billion of devastation, which is, which is incredible, which is incredible. It's going to affect all of us and probably in our insurance premiums. Uh, like we are here in Florida right now, our, you know, our, some of our homeowners are, uh, insurers are doubling right now, which is crazy, right? At the end of the day, but you know, hopefully, hopefully in Florida, the hurricanes stay away from us this year. I'm just praying for that. So anyway. Yes, definitely. But hopefully it'll, it'll cool off here in a couple months or sooner, and then the hurricanes will stay away and everything will be good. Then we'll get to the, 
time for the snowbirds to come down and and everybody will be feeling good down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so let me give a shout out here. We're in St. Augustine, Florida. My office is here, our studios here at World Golf Village here in St. Augustine. I was telling somebody uh, today that I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. I moved 50 miles south. That's as far as I got, Matt, and uh, now live in St. Augustine and love it. Uh, but, you know, give a shout out to, you know, our listeners here. Uh, listen to the podcast. You can listen to previous uh, episodes on our website at yourfamilybank.org. That's yourfamilybank.org. You can go to the U- YouTube channel, check out our videos there. I mean, there's all kinds of places you can go listen to and see us. And don't hesitate to call us with your financial questions. We love helping our listeners. And our number here, just so everybody's got it, is 904 940 9555. That's 904-940-9555. All right. So remember, when you retire, every day is Saturday. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, every day becomes Saturday. And Saturday is usually the time that we do all our work and do everything that we do out there. But remember, you know, when we do retire, every day becomes uh, Saturday. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. Money doesn't buy you happiness, but the lack of money certainly buys you misery. <laughs> and boy, listen, I, I can I can attest to that uh, personally. I've been with it and been without it. I like it a lot better with it, for sure. I guarantee you. Uh, Daniel Kahneman has said that he was the winner of uh, 2002 Nobel Peace Prize in Economic Sciences. So uh, lack of money certainly can buy, I have said sometimes uh, money, you know, people say money can't buy happiness. I say, yes, it can. Yes, it can. It can't buy you joy, but it can buy some happiness for sure. I guarantee it. So anyway. All right. So Matt, let's talk about, you know, are your retirement savings being tactically managed? So you may think, uh, you are being strategically with your retirement program, but let's take a look at the difference between that and the tactical approach. So strategic asset allocation, hands-off approach, you is a buy and hold strategy, good for long-term horizons, um, better for emotional in, um, emotional investors for sure, and really works better for newer investors, right? Um, there's a crossover here uh, and low-level risk focus on diversification. But tactical asset allocation, a little bit different, actively managed, okay, not a, a hands-off situation, involves trading often, good for short and medium-term high, uh, time horizons, uh, requires a degree of control over impulse trading, right, and demands more investing um, expertise. So if we think about that, you know, I, I I I can't tell you how many people have walked in my office, Matt, with 401ks, okay? And they have it with principal or Fidelity or Vanguard or whoever they have it. And it's always just been put it in there, left it, never did anything with it. And hopefully it, it grew and, and, you know, in the market it's going to grow for sure. Uh, but it's been proving that someone actively matched your account, you're going to do better than just putting it in somewhere and letting it sit. So seven reasons to consider a tactical approach for your retirement savings um, and strategic. Increased protection for market declines. 
So if we look at this, uh, Matt, tactical management allows for adjustments in assets allocation to reduce exposure to volatility. This can help retirees in several ways, but avoid certain, sudden and drastic declines in their portfolio value, providing more stability during uh, times when consistent income is, is, is crucial. You know, we, we call it the red zone. We talk about five years before retirement and five years after retirement is the red zone for retirement. Because why? You don't want to take huge losses either five years before when you're going to retire, you may not going to retire, or five years after when you're depending on that money for income and to be stable and give you a stable income. You know, a lot of times people people don't realize, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a conversation with a young guy out in California recently. Uh, and, and when I say he's a young guy, he's just brand new to our industry. And he's talking about investing, 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 all this type of investing, Matt. And, and, and I said, well, let me ask you a question. You haven't lived to, uh, you know, through two downturns of the market. I have. You know, I've seen the market drop 50% twice in my lifetime. And when you haven't seen that, when we just came out of the, you know, the bull market that we've, that we've been having forever, uh, everybody's pretty excited about that, right? But at the end of the day, you've got, you got to understand that that can happen. And in a buy and hold situation, you can watch an account go down without doing anything. I, I can remember this map. When we were looking at things like that, we, you know, when the market was dropping, we went to cash, you know, I mean, you know, we, we have a, we have a rule here in what EL and them do. And, and so, you know, if the market drops 10%, we're going to cash because guess what? We can make up 10%, which you can't wait, make up as it takes you a long time to make up 50%. So that's, you know, it, we look at that and we want to avoid emotional investing, certainly, but behavior, behavior biases can impact investment decision, especially during times of market volatility if the market's going down. A tactically managed portfolio guided by a well-defined strategy can help retirees stay disciplined and avoid making impulsive decisions. So that's, that, there's a reason. Number, uh, um, receive the income you need. Retirees often rely on their investment portfolios to provide the steady stream of income to cover their limited expenses. Tactical management can help ensure that portfolio position to generate income while minimizing the risk of income disruption. So we don't, you know, you know, when we when we when we have this income set up, and there's different ways of doing this, okay. But you know, I said I said uh, you know last week, and I'll say it again. You know, we've been in we've been in business over thirty years now, and we've never had a client run out of money. Uh, and, and 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 you know, I'm 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 proud of that fact. You know, that people are are sort of living around. So, number one, avoid the number one fear for retirement retirees, and that is running out of money. That's their number one fear. Retirees often need their investments to last for several decades. A well managed portfolio can strike a balance between generating income allowing for growth, and ensure that the portfolio remains sustainable throughout retirement, Matt. And outpatient inflation with your savings, inflation can erode, we just said a couple of weeks ago, the inflation here in Florida, uh, we're looking at some places at 9%, right, can erode purchasing power of retiree savings. A tactically managed portfolio can include assets that have historically performed you know, well uh, during inflationary periods, helping to maintain a real value investment. Let me let me share this with you, Matt. I um, 
The other day, uh, uh, I think it was Sunday, My I went out with my daughter, my granddaughter, and one of her friends, my granddaughter's friends, and my wife. We went to a Mexican restaurant, just a regular Mexican restaurant, right? Everybody ordered whatever they ordered, um, uh, you know, and, and I had my, I had a taco salad. My wife had a taco salad. And that's the smallest taco salad I think I've ever seen in my life, to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, you know, the bill came. It was over $100. And I'm thinking, how does people go out and eat today out in the market? And we're talking about $100. It's over $20 per person that we were sitting there. And it was lunch. We're not talking about a steak dinner somewhere. We're talking about what? And that's what we talk about inflation in regards to that. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. I mean, I'm feeling that too when I go out uh, to to dinner, which is becoming less and less here. Yeah. But it was like, you know, for two of us the other night, it was like over 70 bucks and, and right. I had wings. You know, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you did you say wings? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah. I had chicken wings. I mean, I had I, chicken wings. I, you know, I, Somebody, somebody has said that recently that is, you know, they talk about the price of the eggs, right? You should go rent chickens now. It's better than buying the eggs. So they said they were so expensive. But I guess chickens are getting expensive too, man, because at the end of the day, 70 bucks for wings, that's crazy, right? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, that's two of you. That's 35 yeah. bucks a piece. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, get, going out and eat is getting tough. That's for sure. I'd rather eat at home anyway. My wife's a great cook. But anyway... Stand to have inflation. So we talk about retirement. We talk about managing it and managing risk over time. You know, as individuals approach retirement or, you know, are already retired, they often have reduced ability to recover from significant investment losses. We said that a minute ago. So this is what we're, we're, we're talking about when we discuss the rule of 100, right? Because people you know, do that, right? They talk about the rule of 100, you know, where you should be for your risk. A tactically managed portfolio can help mitigate the risk, uh, you know, adjusting investment allocations based upon current market conditions and other potential risks, right? So, you know, if we think about that, we talk about, you know, age 100, you know, you you, you take your age away from 100 and whatever the higher number is, let, let's say it, it's, it's 60, 60% should be in and equities in 40% and bonds are, we're changing that now really to put that in annuities, which are safer to give a better return on bonds right now, right? But, you know, it takes to actively manage to count. And, you know, you know, do you want to do that during, when you're retired? You know, I understand people, you know, I have a client. I have a, I have a, I have a great client. Uh, they, they're in, uh, they live in Maine. They live half the time here in Florida, half the time in Maine. And they and and have, we've done some business over the years, and they, the husband has managed their stock portfolio for, and he's done very very well. And there's a couple of stocks that he bought: Home Depot, uh, Nvidia. He bought Nvidia at eighty dollars a share or forty dollars a share. Think about that for a second. Crazy, right? But at the end of the day, you know, they got to where they didn't want to handle that day to day, looking at this buying, selling, building, selling, so. We've taken over management of that account, and now he's got Alzheimer's, and his wife never did it. So we're in a position to help them out. So you got to understand that things can happen in retirement, but you may want to have someone help you with that. So design with you in mind. Each retiree has a unique financial goals, risk tolerance, and income needs. 
A tactical approach also allows customization to align the portfolio with the individual's uh, specific circumstances. You know, a lot of times you, you're in mutual funds and some of these mutual funds are maybe investing in things that you don't want to be investing in, right? I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I got, you know, I live in Florida and I'm not really crazy about Disney World right now, okay? And all the stuff that they're doing and some of the stuff that they're teaching out there. We're not we're not crazy about that, and I've been going to Disney, you know, uh, almost four generations now going to Disney. So at the end of the day, sometimes your mutual funds own things that maybe you don't want to own. So sometimes having a tactical approach can help that. So, you know, to to make sure that you know at the end of the day, um, you may want to have a consultation and for your retirement, right? You know, and, and and we look at this as we do a consultation, no cost to our listeners, and there's no obligation. Uh, you only work if it makes sense to you, right? It's got to make sense. I, I tell people all the time, you know, if we put a plan together, it, 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 it makes sense to you if it's in all your comfort levels, you know, not too long, not too short, not too hot, not too cold. And if there's a cost, you're okay with that, but it puts you in a lot better financial situation. Would you make some financial changes if it makes sense to you? And people say, well, yeah. And I, you know, I said, because if it doesn't make sense, there's no sense doing it. I mean, if we're, if we're, Matt, if we're only going to save you, you know, $25, <laughs> that's not worth the time and effort to do it. Right. But in most cases, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's got to make sense to you. But you know what? We do that. We sit down with every client. We analyze their financial situation. We do a, what I call an x-ray, right? We maybe examine any annuities they may currently have or, or they've had over the years. We we look how much, you know, you maybe you're paying in fees uh, and help you cut those unnecessary costs into your IRA or 401k. Uh, wealth management here with, with EL, with Charles Schwab, we're a discount broker in regards to that. Some of the best programs out there available. We can also help with your Social Security planning and also with your Medicare. And there's 10,000 of you starting 65 every day which is a lot to me, of the baby boomers, if you will. And so we can help you in those areas. And again, we do a lot in working with, 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 with uh, uh, middle-income America. And, and, and uh, of course, if you're wealthy, we can help you too. But middle-income America is a lot of people that we work with. We'll compare your current situation uh, with what's possible uh, if you work with us. Remember, you know, we always say it's your money. If it matters to you, it's going to matter to us. And we want to make sure that we're doing everything we need to help you to make it work for you. And you can contact us at 904-940-9555 or on our website, uh, yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org. And you can contact us there also. And matter of fact, you can you can go on to uh, the website, and you can put podcasts, and you can show, see all our podcasts we've done there, too, to show you that. All right, so what is an expense ratio, and why does it matter? Uh, you know, expense ratios can be found uh, by really performing a simple calculation. If you take the management fees uh, that you're paying uh, and divide it by the total investment in the fund, you can tell really what your what your what your fees are, what your expense ratio is. Um, not only is it in just the fees that you pay, 
it's inside the funds that you're that that you have. And if you have a lot of mutual funds, and a lot of people do, especially in four hundred one k's, if they're managing, you really don't have the availability to do individual stocks in most cases. Uh, now we can we can help you with that, uh, even if you're even if 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 you're in a four hundred one k and still working. We have the way to help you manage that account, uh, uh, even though you're with, you know, let's say Fidelity or doesn't matter where you're at, we can still help you manage that account. But for our listeners should ask themselves, you know, this is an important question. How much am I paying in fees on my retirement savings? Because you need to know that. And, uh, you know, I always ask people when we go down and when we sit down, Matt, and we break it down and show them, okay, this is what you're paying. I always like to break it down to the month because we live monthly, right? Most people live monthly. So I always like to break it down to the month and I'll break it down to the month and how much you're paying in fees. And, and my, always my question is, all right, this is what you're paying in fees. This is where the fees are coming from. And I say, are you getting this type of management for this fee? And, and, and pretty much predominantly, I always get the same answer. No, I'm not. And I said, well, why pay this? fees if you're not getting the management that you feel you deserve. And most people, you know what, as long as their account is going up, you know what, they don't really care to a certain degree. I've had people say, well, I don't really care what I'm paying fees if my account's going up. Well, what if your account could go up higher than it is? Would you care then? And the answer is yes, I would. So if you don't know, answer the questions. I mean, answer yourself that question. What are you paying in fees? Uh, if you don't know the answer, you know, give us a call. And and we can we 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 can you know sit down and and you owe it to yourself uh, to find out and we'll be happy to take a look and identify the current expense ratio of your retirement savings and show you exactly what you're paying and you need to know that so so when we meet with people Matt that uh, you, you know uh, here's what we find out how much they're paying in management fees on their savings number one. Number two, they had no idea that their old advisor was overcharging management of their assets and had them invested in bonds and other investments with heavy fees. They had simply never been told, you know, the fees that they're paying on assets such as target date funds, mutual funds, bonds, and several assets. And that's the thing with, with most people, especially with the banks. I mean, if you look at the bank situations, you know, it's hard to get a definitive answer on what I'm paying for fees, and it shouldn't be. It should be just like it was when you went out to get your wings, which is the most expensive wings. $70, you know what you paid for those wings, right? I mean, you know. And and it, it, they better have been good wings, buddy, at $70, right? I mean, they better have been some real good wings, right? But it was a definitive answer. You know what you paid for those wings, correct? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I felt it the big time. You knew it. Well, my point is, a lot of people could tell you what they paid for their dinner or what they paid for the, going to the movie or what they paid for the car or, you know, whatever they paid for, but they can't tell you what they're paying in fees. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that, that, that you should know that. And if your advisor is not telling you that or him on around or, you know, you know, really being precise and telling you that, then maybe you are to, to, to look around and, 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 and maybe get a second opinion about that and know exactly what you're paying and fees. I think it would be good to know that. So if you're tired of worrying about the future and you're ready to work with someone who sits, you know, on the same side of the table as you, give us a call or visit our website. And we generally love meeting with listeners and helping them on the road 
of their retirement, it will cost you little of your time to do it. And there's always no obligation. You know, Matt, here's what I, I think about people all the time. And I think that there was a study done, you know, out of the study. And, and, and I couldn't believe the study. 97, get this, 97% of the advisor giving advice to a customer had less money than the customer they were giving advice to. Uh, that's that's a little scary, okay? Uh, I mean, they're telling you how to do it, but they're not doing it their self. Uh, uh, that's a little scary to me. You know what I'm saying? I've told people, I've told people for years, if you want to be a millionaire, you need to work with someone that, that that's a millionaire. If that's where you want, if that's what you want to do, uh, in, in regards to that, they, they did another study. This is weird too. Out of all the financial advisors, 49% of them didn't own any, own their own house. 49% of advisors didn't even own their own house. That was a little crazy too uh, on, on that study. So that's one of the top CPA firms that did that. Wow. All right. So don't count on Social Security as your retirement plan. Social Security is on track to cut benefits for retirees in 2033. When the trust fund reserves are forecast to be depleted, the reduction could be substantial according to new analysis. So think about that for a second. You know, we're depending on Social Security, and all of a sudden, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, we're cutting that. So you better be doing something. And and, and if you're younger, you know, if you're millenniums out there, or, or Generation X, I mean, you really are to be doing something outside of the Social Security realm to make sure that you're going to have a good retirement. So unless the program is shored up before 2020, uh, 2033, the typical newly retired dual wage uh, couple will see their Social Security uh, checks reduced by $17,000 a year. Wow. Or $1,450 per month, according to a report from the Nonpartisan Committee of Responsible Federal Budget. Matt, did you hear what I just said? I mean, they're saying they're going to cut a couple Social Security by $17,000 thousand dollars a year yeah um, that's that's huge that, that's shocking i mean just to be able to keep some you know semblance of social security as we know it kind of going i mean that it's it's crazy talk it, but you know i mean unless they do something before that you know something's gonna have to give because those social security payments people rely on those so so much um and and a lot of people today that's their sole source of income in retirement. And it shouldn't be that way. But for a lot of people, that's just their reality. Yeah. If we, if, if you, I just did some calculations here, $17,400, um, you would have to, in order to, in order to uh, equate that fourteen fifty a month, Matt, you would have to have an account, uh, a, a pool of money to replace that of $348,000, you'd have to have a pool of money of $348,000 to give you $1,450 a month at 5% return. Wow. So, I mean, think about that for a second. Let's say let's say they cut, you know, that, that's you. It's 2033. They just cut your, your Social Security by $17,000. You got to somewhere have a pool of money at $350,000, let's round it off, 
at 5%, and that's if you can get 5% um, to replace that. I mean, that's that's scary in itself right there. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I'm telling you right now. I don't care what age you are. Retired, almost retired, um, uh, you know, in, uh, in that getting close to retirement, you need to sit down with someone and really that knows what the heck they're doing and get a plan laid out for the what ifs, you know, the what ifs, we, 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 you know, I've done this for years, you know, and I, I think I even did this on the show one time, but I'm going to do it again. You know, when the challenger uh, blew up, everybody kind of knew where they were when that happened. Right. We all can remember that challenger blew up, you know, it was a beautiful day. It wasn't caused by the weather. It was a, I mean, it wasn't even plowed in the sky. <clears throat> you know, it, they got some of the best engineers, the best materials, everything you can think of at NASA that put that rocket in the air and it blew up. And why did it blow up? Because, because there was an O-ring. Hercules, which is a company that, that actually manufactured that thing, that, that they got, they got, there was a lot of people got fired because of that. But here's what I can tell you. If you take, if you take that much money that was put in that much time, the engineers, the equipment, the 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 um, computer of uh, test back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it had that kind of situation. Guess what? You may have an O ring in your retirement. And you don't even know it. You don't even know it. And what it could? I mean, this is this could be a catastrophe for people right here. So you know, you, 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 you a newly retired couple with with one or would say $13,000. So if you're by yourself, you know, a retired couple and only one earner is getting is getting so secure, they're going to cut that by $13,000 a year, which is over $1,000 a month. Analysis, which is based on current dollars, doesn't forecast the impact of newly retired single earners, but the Social Security Administration has estimated that benefits will be cut by 23% in 2033, unless the program is strengthened. Boy, let 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 that sink in for a second. My gosh, you're looking at if you're a married, if you're a couple getting cut by 17,000, but if you're just one person that's earning this Social Security, could be married, uh, it's going to get cut by $13,000. Those cuts could prove devastating to roughly 50 million older Americans who receive Social Security checks uh, with the, uh, from the Committee for the Responsible Federal Budget forecasting that senior poverty would rise significantly upon that insolvency. And still, there's plenty of proposals to fix Social Security uh, looming funding short to falls either by raising taxes, right? That's, that's where they're going, or increasing retirement age or a combination or two. Okay, so guess what? You got to work to 70 now. <laughs> you can't. You can't retire at your 65 or whatever the age is. You got to work longer than that because we can't afford to pay you Social Security. And and that's well and good if you can. Uh, but wouldn't it be great, Matt, if you had that choice to work if you want to and still have something that you're doing now to to help prevent that? And 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 Matt, here's the thing too. You know, it really doesn't matter how much money you have; is how much income you can produce. Because that's what you're going to live off of. 
Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, you're not going to live, you know, you can have your site set for your entire working life on one big nest egg sort of number that you're aspiring towards. And that's great. It's always great to have goals, but you've got to make sure that whatever that number is, you're going to be able to translate that into enough income so that you can live the life that you want to live in retirement. That is really where the rubber meets the road there. And that income on a monthly basis really means so much more in, in the long run and in, in your retirement years than that big pot of money does. Yeah, it's all about income. And I, and I tell people all the time, I tell my clients, I says, listen, don't leave your, leave your kids money, leave them life insurance. Why do I tell them that? Well, that allows them to be able to spend all of their money and not have to worry about Because I have a lot of, or did, have a lot of clients say, well, I don't want to spend any more money because I want to leave this money to my kids, right? They want to leave. And I understand that. You want to leave your kids something. I get it. However, there's better ways of doing that, of transferring wealth to the next generation than just leaving them cash. You know, you may need that cash yourself, right? I mean, you may need it. You may live longer. They may cut Social Security. There's a lot of different things. So putting a plan in place to make sure we're covering all the what ifs. You know, I, I, tell, I tell people all the time, whatever it takes, we got to do whatever it takes to make it work for you, right? Whatever it takes, we got we to do it. It's, but we got to have a plan. And you don't have a plan by not sitting down and talking and listening and planning and putting it on paper that we can see it, run the numbers, and make sure it's going to make a huge difference uh, if something does happen. The O-ring and the challenger are the cut in Social Security by, you know, $17,000 a year or $1,400 a month or what they said. I mean, how, you know, what's the challenge in that? The challenge is we better be doing some planning now because guess what? That's not but 10 years away. That's 10 years away from right now. That's not long. And this is actually August. So we're nine and a half years away in reality. So, I mean, when's the time to do planning? Now. Now's the time. Now you should make, pick up the phone, call us at 904 940 9555. I don't care where you live. It doesn't matter what state you live in, where you're listening to this. We can help you and do a second opinion on what you're doing. Find out what you're paying in fees. Uh, put a plan together to make sure that you take care of your kids. And and we haven't even talked about the situation with long-term care, you know, that could that could pop up in this situation. And 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 realize that guess what? I just got seven, you know, my family just got cut $17,000 and I'm, you know, a, a year later or two years later, I'm going to the nursing home. How the heck are we going to pay for that? How's my wife going to pay for that if I'm the one going to the nursing home? You know, I mean, my wife probably is going to say, you know, put a pillow on my head and say, go to the light, you know, go to the, go to the, go to the light, you know. I, I did, I, my wife, you know, I did have life insurance on me, Matt, and, and um, I tell people, I have $8 million of life insurance if I drop dead right now. And I've told my wife, you know, when you're walking up there to, to look at me in, in that casket, don't be whistling and, 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 and smiling. You know, look like you're upset. Kind of look like you're sad. I've, I, I've hired some professional criers to come in and, and to cry. But my wife won't let me go deep sea fishing because if you, if you get lost at sea, you got to have a body to collect. And, and so I can't. She won't let me go deep sea fish in regards to that. I'm joking on that. But but at the end of the day, my point is 
we don't have to worry about not spending all our money because we, we can spend all our money uh, and I can leave life insurance to my kids. But you know what? It takes planning. And I'm not saying this for everybody because that may not be your situation, but it may be. And why not look at that? So give us a call, 904-940-9555 or, you know, uh, yourfamilybank.org, yourfamilybank.org. You need paychecks to cover your everyday expenses and paychecks to enjoy lifestyle and free from uh, time and retirement. So if you'd like some help planning for your retirement needs, please visit, again, our website and call us today, as I just said. All right, so Matt, we talked about the wildfires in Hawaii. Let's talk about the Maui residents displaced by this disaster. So devastating and deadly wildfires. Uh, and, and, and Maui uh, are expected to have an astronomical e economic uh, impact on the island. Uh, you know, severe local recession, certainly. Uh, Moody Analytics reported Monday that the economic toll could bring between three, three billion and, and seven and a half billion. I said seven billion, so seven and a half billion, according to the initial estimates released Monday. I, I can't believe what was said yesterday. I, I think that the president was asked about, you know, what, what, what they're going to do about the situation in Mali. He said no comment. I, 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 don't, I don't understand what the no comment was, and, and I think he was headed on for vacation. Uh, I, I wonder if, I wonder if Mali's going to vote for him this year. <laughs> Probably, prob I would say not. Anyway, uh, our hearts go out to those affected in Mali, certainly as they begin recovery efforts. What a tragic, tragic situation, those people. And I think it's up to over 100 people that's lost their lives uh, because of that. And a lot of times it's not because of the fire, it's because of the smoke, right? They can't even breathe in regards to that. So um, here's what, you know, again, give us a call here if, uh, at 904-940-9555 or send us an email at yourfamilybank.org. Uh, you know, we've got some information there too. But, you know, something that maybe you've got a question and we'd love to answer any any questions that that you that you may have, uh, on, you know, that we maybe we're not covering on the show. Right. It's this week in history. On August the 19th, sports on this date, 1909, the first race was held in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The raceway was built. Uh, on 328 acres of farmland five miles northwest in Indianapolis, Indiana. The Speedway was originally founded by a local businessman for testing purposes pertaining to the automobile industry. Uh, the rectangular two-and-a-half-mile track linked four turns, uh, each exactly 440 yards from the start to finish. So that's what we talk about in racing. And August the 20th, politics on this date, 1974. U.S. Vice President Gerald Ford takes the office of the presidency when Richard Nixon resigned. Um, he served as the 38th uh, president of the United States from 74 to 77, Gerald Ford. Fun fact, Gerald Ford was, was the only U.S. president never elected to his position, right? That's kind of, kind of a neat thing. He's, he got in there without, without being elected. I'm afraid we may have that here shortly around around here too. <laughs> well you know and, and he was never elected to the vice presidency either you know because spiro agnew not long before that had to resign the That's vice right. presidency so then gerald ford was appointed to that position by richard nixon 
yep. and had to take over the presidency after Nixon resigned. So it was, uh, boy, that that 1974, that was a, a year of, of infamy in U.S. politics. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I mean, I was, let's see, I was in, uh, I was college. I was, I was in college in that era uh, back in the day. So I, I'm dating myself right now, but, uh, but I'm dating myself on this camera too. So <laughs> you don't get gray hair by not being young. You get that. Although my son-in-law is 50 years old and he, he's almost gray. So I told him, I said, that's because you married to my daughter. That's one thing I do it for you. I guarantee it. So Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I right. I mean, the political situation today is is a mess. I mean, it really is a mess of what's going on. And I mean, this is. I mean, we're living history. This is going to be in the history books down the road for sure. But boy, what a what a fiasco! Things are happening, and every day something else is coming out that shouldn't be coming out. Right? I mean, we're you know, I I said this before, and I, I think I may have said on it. Sometimes we, you know, we. America causes people, this greed thing takes over, right? I mean, people get in power and they and, and greed thing. And not only in this, it's in, in, in a lot of different business, but politics is, is is a place that really has no place for. But it, it seems like it happens all the time when we look at that and make that happen. So anyway, here's what I, here's another thing I want to I want to share with you before we uh uh, uh go to the end today is that Ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. Um, you owe it to yourself just to make a phone call. Call our office. You know, let us sit down. Let us let us help you, and 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 showing you what, what you know where you what the situation can be. Uh, you know, you know whatever your situation is today. A lot of people don't understand a lot of different things. We do. Uh, we've got a whole team of people who can help you. In the tax arena, we we've got we have some of the best CPAs uh, in the business that can help you on tax wise. Uh, number two, um, on the legal side, we got some of the best attorneys, and we, we a lot of times we don't talk about you know uh, uh, the legal side uh, of this thing. But and I'm not an attorney, but we have some of the best attorneys out there. You know, I, you know, I, I do this in seminars, and and man, you know, I. You know, I look at, I look at, you know, a, let's say a couple sitting there and I said, you know, both of you married? Yes. If something happens to you, you're going to leave everything to him? And she said, yes. And I, and I say to him, everything happened to you, you're going to leave it to her? She says, yes. I said, they have three boys over here. You know, if something happens to you, uh, they all get a third, a third, a third. Is that correct? They said, absolutely. And that's normally how people do it. They may have a black sheep in the family situation, but in most cases, husband, wife, kids equally right and i get that <clears throat> but the problem with that is that a lot of times people have a will and you know uh wills can be changed and it can be changed at a stroke of a pen and you know i, I tell the story that you know let's say let's say you know your your wife died you know i'll say the wife you die first right uh, unfortunately that's the bad news you die uh, right. And the good news is you go to heaven, right? I mean, that's the good news. You go to heaven. But but now now your husband, he, he's a widow, but there's some people that want to come along and help him. You know, the, the, I call them, they're in your neighborhood. Uh, they're in your church. They're everywhere. They're the casserole ladies. They're going to come by and just help him grieve a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They're going to help him out a little bit, right? And, 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 and so all of a sudden, your husband... You know, he went through the grieving periods, and all of a sudden, he's 
he found a younger woman uh, to get married to, and he marries her. And you thought, you know, your house and everything you going to go after went to your husband is going to go to your three kids, your three boys, right? She's going to say, right. I said, yeah, however, she talks him into changing that will where she leaves him the house. And then something happens to her, she leaves it to her kids because she has some kids prior to that situation. And none of that is going to do exactly what you wanted to do. Now, here's here, I know what you're thinking. You're going to say, God, just let me go down there for a few minutes. I'll change this deal real quick, right? And, and, and rightfully so, I understand that. But let's flip that for a second. You know, while your husband dies, and and in same situation, three kids, and all of a sudden, pool boy, <laughs> boy toy <laughs> comes up, and, you ch- and you're able to change that will and do some different things, right? Now, let's, let's say none of that happens, and let's say, you know, you've got, I don't know, a, a $3 million, and a million dollars goes to eat one of your kids. And and all three of your kids are married, right? All three of them are married, and you know the you know the you know the one that married that you know that girl that you don't even like anyway. You know who she is, right? She said, "Yeah, I do." I said, "All of a sudden, he gets a million dollars," and she says, "You know what? Now's a good time for me to get a divorce and and leave." And I and she walks out with five hundred thousand dollars of your money, and ain't nothing you can do about it. She goes and leaves the kids with her husband and goes down the streets and have a different lifestyle. All that could happen with a will, every bit of what I just said, and it happens every day. However, with a trust, everything I described just there would never happen if it's set up correctly. And people have a will and think they're okay, and they're not, because it's not always going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. Here's what I tell people. I want my money to stay within my bloodline. I want to make sure that if I if my kids go get three, uh, third and third and third, I'm going to make sure they get a third and third and third and make sure their spouse can't take off and leave it. And I know that's what you want, too. I'm sure I'm correct in that. So at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I will tell you. It makes a huge benefit to you to sit down to someone that knows the right questions to ask you, to to get the situation set up where not only does your money last for your lifetime and takes care of you and your husband, but also when you're not here anymore, how that money is going to pass on and make sure it stays with your bloodline or with your children. That's important. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you today, that happens all over America today, every single day of what I just described, all the time, all the time. And I'm, I, my point is, you know, the situation with the husband marrying the younger girl once you pass away, guess what? Bam. It's locked in stone. He can't change it. And you couldn't change it either. Now, you both can change it while you're living. But once one of you pass away, it's, it, it's, it's in trust. And it's going to happen the way it's at. Now, I will say this. You got to make sure that everything goes into the trust. A trust, trust is a box. You got to put stuff in the box if you, don't, if you don't fund it right. And I tell you, I can't tell you how many people have walked in my office. Oh, I got this trust and it's all set up. And I find out, guess what? Yeah, they got a trust, but it's never been funded. It's not worth the paper it's written on. It doesn't matter. It's not going to work. So my point is, give us a call, 904-940-9555. And, and number two, number two, visit our website, yourfamilybank.org, and, and set up a time. Matt, our time's almost gone, buddy. And I just wanted to, I, I tried to save your voice a little bit today. 
and did most of the talking today for you. So I appreciate that. Uh, that and, and I know I know that's tough. You're not feeling that good in, in your voice going, but one I just want to share that story. Uh, some of the things that we do and help our clients with not only tax planning but legal planning and of course investment side too, and 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 make their money last for the rest of their life. Like a one stop shop at your family bank. I love it. Yep, it is, buddy. All right, guys. Listen, thank you so much. Like us now. Don't go it. Like us. You gotta like us on that. Go Nose, Florida State, baby. And uh, Jaguars, too. We looking good. We won our first game against some Cowboys. Of course, it's, it's preseason, but we, it, we'll take a win anytime with the Jaguars. So that's for sure. Matt, have a good day, baby. Hope you feel better. See you next week. Thanks, Larry. You, too. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the Your Family Bank Show with your host, Larry McLean. You deserve to work with a financial expert who has a track record of helping clients exceed their financial goals by implementing safe and proven strategies. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Larry, visit yourfamilybank.org. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Sound familiar? I'm Jim Tarabokia with the Retirement.Radio Network powered by AmeriLife. Millions upon millions of credit card transactions are processed across the U.S. every day. Creditcards.com's senior analyst Ted Rossman told CBS News recently, more than a third of U.S. adults are carrying credit card debt. Right now, credit card balances are at records. We're seeing more people carrying debt and we're seeing interest rates at record highs. So I think this just calls to importance the need to pay it off. Furthermore, a recent report from LendingTree.com says that Americans have put themselves in a $986 billion hole of credit card debt. And while Americans don't shy away from trying to score reward-based incentives and take advantage of the perceived positives in a credit card-based system, it does beg the question, is cash still king? Paying for items in cash presents opportunities to reap specific benefits instead of paying credit. Cash payments take away the worry of having to pay credit card fees or interest. And maybe the most significant reason, you own what you purchase rather than owe. While paying in cash offers a different and safer way to manage your money, there's a growing trend in society of various businesses going cashless. However, paying in cash at various restaurants and coffee shops or even the doctor's office could prove financially beneficial for your household balance sheet. Using cash instead of credit, part of our 23 cost cutters for 2023. For the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Jim Tarabokia. To request your free copy of the 23 Retirement Cost Cutters for 2023, call your family bank at 904-940-9555 or go to yourfamilybank.org.